Nailed it. <gasps> nom, 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 this nom, is nom, nom, definitely Froyo. Nom, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It, it was Fro. We all went yo when we talked about it. Yeah. I went yo when I ate it for the first time. Yo. Yo. I quite like it myself. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Uh oh. John's in trouble. John's in trouble. Condor. <laughs> Condor calls aid. for aid. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, we took it in two different directions. Honk. Thank you. <laughs> Cheer. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Oh, Tea, I didn't update. And wine. It still says that we're episode 11. Let's fix that. Yeah. Reboot. To defend and mend. Mend and defend. So close. To defend and my newfound new friends, friends their hopes yep. and dreams. To defend them from um, their enemies. Schemes, oh. Oh, that's uh, impressive because I feel like I watched a good amount of reboot, but I I definitely don't remember that. Actually, I must not have because the there were of every episode. No, I know, but then there was a whole season that I clearly missed because I was like, "Whoa, why did everyone get so hot?" Like yeah, there was yeah, stuff the, that happened that well, I was that like, "That was like what? there was a couple year break, and yeah. then they did season four, and it was a nice conclusion." Yeah. Was exactly. reboot the source of your sexual awakening? Probably. Uh, Absolutely um, not, because Andrea I, it, was I really associated hot. it with, like, a friend of the family who was the producer of it. Oh, oh. dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, like, it had no sexual connotations. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. It was Andrea for Halloween one year. Nice. Back when she was, like, the kid sprite. That's um, nice. I like that. Yeah, it was, like, black pants, black tank top with a little clay, like, plast- plasticine, whatever that not clay stuff is that you plasticine. make. Yeah, plasticine. Yeah, plasticine. Uh, reboot. Um... You got censored? I don't Fuck, see that. I forgot that I mean this w- window was here an hour ago. Why? Yeah, maybe we saw you it. have your own chat on moderate save mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, or this, maybe our this has alert. Something is weird. Well, it's highlighted because we were because it's a highlighted message. Yeah. Subscribe. Oh. But it's possible that on the sub like display. On I don't the know if you are allowed to swear in a highlighted message. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Overlay, yeah. So that's fair. I I kind of appreciate that <laughs> because yeah, sure as much weirdness. as you're great, random people coming in who are like, I will spend one cent on one bit and <laughs> say all kinds of obscenities. Oh yeah, so no, no bueno. Yeah. Uh, but this means Young Fantasy got to share it <laughs> when everyone was here, which yeah. is good. This is good news. <laughs> Need to give like a permit list. If you are on this list of people, you can say anything you want in subber donation messages. Oh my goodness. And then they push. Push the bar? Push the Envelope? Our TV turned off. Why is the television off? Oh dear. It's okay, everyone. We're not going to panic. We can't see you anymore. <laughs> what the wiggle hell? the HDMI cable on Yeah, the just, side? I want to make sure we're, uh, like. Ah! Oh, yeah. we're back! We're good. That was strange. Yeah. And I was just trying to. Oh, I can't because it was his. Uh, it was his subscription message. Ah, you can't like re- you can't highlight it. I or can't whatever? highlight a subscription mm. message. <laughs> oh, hello. Pukujutsu says, "Are we fucking swearing in here?" <laughs> no, I don't tolerate that shit. <sighs> it's the avatar for Pook here that's really. Um, Make, like it's really selling it for me how angry he is 
Oh, well, 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 well. It is still my favorite avatar. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah, I would. I, I cannot. Despite having ones of my own face. I, I do <laughs> not think that there could be a better uh, emote than PKJ Blank. So good. It's really fantastic. Language. Langage. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. This is what we do on Froyo sessions, by the <laughs> yeah. way. We eat fro, no yo, and we say. Curse words. Curse words, yeah. Dinglehopper. <laughs> Sounds like a Magic the Gathering card. Single hopper? It does. It I mean, like John a started a cult like a and he's been goblet. trying to get his cultists to eat poopy. That, when was the last poopy time you saw the Little Mermaid? Like, like hopper years ago. What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't watch it recently. I haven't watched it. Ooh. Well, goodness, what are those, Kate? Why, they're dice. Oh, they're it. ten-sided dice. Woo. We, um, oh, yeah, right. Those are mostly empty. These are... Handcrafted, absolutely gorgeous, ten-sided dice by Enifile, who is here in chat. And if you find, um, uh, if you could uh, drop in that link to your Twitter, uh, if you follow and retweet, question mark, uh, you have a chance to get a whole lot of money towards the shop, enough for a whole fucking set of these gorgeous dice. That's right, I'm swearing too. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they are beautiful. Um, some of the some of them are already sold out because they are so beautiful. Mm. Like this All one right, with everyone. embedded flowers, which I am so obsessed with. Um, it's so cool. I, yeah. But last I checked, this one, which is relatively translucent with gold lettering, but like shimmery, rainbowy little fractally bits inside as well. Hashtag obsessed. This one was still in stock last I checked. Um, I think this green and purple one was also still in stock. And uh, a few others, but yes, beautiful. Yeah, there's all sorts of, uh, I, I think what I appreciate as well is that like, it's not just like, here's a dye color, you know, it's like, here's a, here's a feeling here's <laughs> encapsulated a in a D10. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah. well, when I was thinking about what I wanted to get when I backed, I was like, what kind of characters do I play? What feelings yeah. will I evoke yeah, yeah, with these yeah. D10s, you know? So I went with... Uh, I guess we're going to find out right now what I think my characters are. Hey, thanks also, for Also, they rolled super well for me. Right. This yeah. is like evil necromancer I mean, to me. We had some oh, really is... good rolls and some really not good rolls, so it also means that they aren't completely broken. Correct. Right? This is true. Correct, Amundo. I'm trying to see whether it's Ooh. time for me to uh, up my subscription because there's a hype train going. Oh, choo-choo. Choo-choo. Uh, it it's not. Ah. Well, that's disappointing. It is Thank September. Thank you for hype training. Yes. Yay! For whatever that's worth. Uh, so, this is our Froyo. Who wants to say what a Froyo is? Liz does. Uh, On the spot. Let's yeah, go. great. So, a Froyo is um, basically like a, a, a debrief. Um, once a campaign is concluded, then uh, we sit around and we kind of like just reminisce uh we talked about stuff that we loved sometimes we talked about we talk about stuff that we didn't love so much sometimes we play some games some what ifs um and it's an opportunity for the audience if we stream our froyo uh to ask questions as well and we will answer maybe yeah. <laughs> and usually we have froyo but today we have cake yeah 
Froyo being frozen yogurt. Right. Yes. For those, for those yeah. who are not hipping with it. I definitely was not hipping with it for a long time. Uh, <laughs> also, for those of you who English is your second language. Oh, that's also so, a good point. Like yeah. weird acronyms or like. Might not be. Shortening the sport. Particularly useful, yeah. Yeah, it's a send off. I look back, I look forward, <laughs> look around the table, as it were. See what I did there? Okay. Table the table. Oh, around the icy. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Fro real. Fro real. Feature chat now has an OBS dock URL so that you can dock featured chat. Oh, that's nice. Oh, cool. That's pretty cool. But everything's confusing. Every there's lots of new stuff, and I'm not I'm not up. John's eyeballs have just become OBS logos. He's getting sponsored. excited. Went. Folks, if you have questions. All you need to do is type an exclamation mark and a Q and then a space. The Q being the letter, not the word. Uh, we've had several UK people. Right. Uh, well, because they're queuing to ask a question, right? Like it's legit. Uh, so you can always ask questions that way. Thank you. And they kind of automatically get put into my little good question my too. little uh, list here, which then I can pull up for, for the question. So I guess the first thing that I'm going to toss out to the three of you is this is a changeling campaign that you were playing in alongside uh, a changeling campaign that you're running on Discord. Mm -hmm. Is there like a, a feeling of kind of going from being changeling the streaming as a player to then running a game for a year on Discord to going back to being a player again? Did you find that it made you approach this campaign differently? Hmm. I'd like to think I did, but I'm not sure that I was any better of a player. <laughs> um, I yeah. feel like I was definitely more familiar with certain rules off the top of my head from having mm -hmm. been an ST for a year. There are also some that, uh, as I mentioned, I think last session, I programmed it into the bot and forgot because the bot does the math for me. <laughs> uh, yep. So. Yeah. I definitely felt more comfortable building a combat-focused character this time around. Um I never rolled, I, I mean, I barely rolled defense and, and soak, and I certainly never rolled like brawl or melee rolls in CTS because uh, Sophia was all about them cantrips. So thanks to Disconcordia, that gave me a lot more comfort in that area. And so it felt like I could be a character who fought sometimes as evidenced by last week's session. It's true. Especially. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, kind of kind of in contrast, um, just to take my answer in a slightly different direction as well, I feel like the biggest kind of impact on uh, being a player in Changeling Riverwild was that the setting generally of Changeling the Dreaming was much more familiar, uh, which was both very useful. I know what I'm getting myself into. I know what the tone of the game or the world is uh but also perhaps a little burnt out on the universe a little bit as we were playing i was kind of like oh i've seen that before recently right that being any feeling that i whereas cts everything was kind of new and exciting right that's how it always is i i can definitely see that i mean we chose this game mm -hmm. knowing that it was we weren't we weren't aiming for this to be like the 100 and 
50 episode juggernaut. Uh, we chose it because we wanted to make sure that we were getting back into a regular campaign uh, because we had just done a whole lot of one shots. And then we also played The King's Dilemma, which while a ton of fun, I loved it, yeah. was still not a, you know, a strict role playing game. It was a legacy board game instead. So there is a, a certain amount of uh, we're going back to something that we were comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Do you find that maybe that's the sort of thing that you want to focus on in the future? Like, make sure that something feels fresh and new? Does that make it you less likely to want to play a game that you've played before? It's a really interesting question. Because I, I think it is, it is def- well, at least for me, it's a double-edged sword. Being really familiar with something is so incredibly valuable. Like one's lines in a play, if you're really familiar with them, you don't have to think about them. You can just do other stuff, like act. It, so knowing the mechanics of a game for me are really it's really useful to go wait can I actually do this thing that I'm about to try to do can I justify it some way or not without having to think too much about it flip side though the feeling of throwing yourself into a new place with new rules it kind of engenders a again in me at least a sense of wanting to take risks and be like I don't know if I can do this maybe I'm gonna die <laughs> let's, let's try it I don't know it's a little intense but is, is that. that i mean is that something that you also find the the concept of if i know the rules backwards and forwards then i can focus on other things yeah for sure um and i think we also i mean for me uh, serving as an st for disconcordia knowing how i would rule certain situations certain bunks cantrips whatever kind of gave me a jump start into this new campaign as well because I was sort of I would go over things and I'm like if I were an ST would I allow that or is there a way that I can tweak this to make it a more interesting story because if I were an ST like I was sort of putting myself putting my little ST hat on Mm -hmm. which actually I thought was helpful just like how I think it's useful that actors be stage managers at least once in their lives it's like it's really important to get a view of how other people but in their work yeah okay so let me let me challenge you back on that sure uh if you're constantly putting your st hat on does that mean that then you are focusing less on being a player and trusting the storyteller and more i'm trying too hard to like i'm self-policing yeah you're self-policing as opposed to perhaps just letting yourself be out there and trusting that someone else will be able to pull you back i don't think so i think it was (sighs) I I feel like it was a positive rather than a rather than a restriction in this case because I still think that I had the had the impetus to ask you um, and ask you to make rulings on things on a regular basis. But I just think that stuff that stuff that in CTS I would be like, oh, can I do this? And then I'd ask you, and maybe you would say no, and then I would spend the next five minutes wondering why I can't. Whereas now that I've been an ST, it's a lot easier for me to understand why the answer to some things is no. I guess that's what I'm kind of saying. It did, it did also feel to me anyway, like a more collaborative experience. And I don't mean that in a sense of like the previous campaigns didn't feel collaborative at all. I was led around by the nose by John the whole <laughs> time. Like, obviously not. I just mean that it did feel a little bit like, like River Wild. We were kind of all... Uh, we were all uh, not even equally but like involved in this the telling of the story in a way that was different from a usual dynamic which i kind of enjoyed i'm not saying that's it's better 
or that I'd want to do it again. <laughs> it's just different. It's interesting. Kate, mm. were you an athlete in school? Heck no. Would you consider you're an athlete today? Heck no. <laughs> Would any of you consider yourselves athletic? No. Or like, did you take part in sport? Sport, no. I, I was involved in sport in sixth grade briefly because all my other friends that's were. A, that's People kept sport. making me try out for basketball. basketball. <laughs> oh. But in sixth grade, I was like the same height as all my other classmates. And then I stayed that same height forever. Oh, no. wait, I, like, wait, I back. literally stopped growing at like 12 or 13. Oh, dear. So, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I was okay at basketball, but oh. it was not a, not a sport I was looking to pursue. And yet you created a character who was a professional athlete. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was a... Because it's role-playing, John. Yeah. Well, no, but we picked <laughs> we picked um, the freehold that was the sportsy freehold, and I wanted to pick someone who had a reason to be there beyond just hanging out because it happened to be a freehold. Like, if oh, I verbal. were... Exactly. But, I don't know, it was something Sorry. that I felt was important um, for me as a choice. I wanted to pick someone that... It, that match the brief. Mm. Um, you know, if the brief was you're in a she run freehold where you swim in a glittering pool, then I would probably not have made this character. Which came first, the name Det or the name Gordet? Gordet. Nice. And then you just shortened it. Yeah. And really why like did you pick the name Gordet? Because it was the most generically Canadian name I could think of. Amazing. Gordette Douglas, like every sorry, every famous Canadian is called Gord. I'm sorry. No, it's it's fair. <laughs> there are a lot of them. <laughs> so not every, but many. Mm -hmm. But yeah. In the in the sports and music community, I think yeah. in particular, there's like yeah. a number of yeah. famed Canadians that go by Gord mm -hmm. specifically. It's, yeah, it's it's of a specific generation yeah. as well, which is anyway. Yeah. I loved that. I do also appreciate though, Kate, that that. You wanted to make it like, not a secret, but like yeah. debt was like, I, I don't, I don't, that's not, that's not my name. It says that on my birth certificate, but I don't, that's not yeah. what I, Yeah. <laughs> don't put it on my shirt, you know, or my jersey. Where'd the name Mickle come from? I honestly don't know. I was just like staring at my character sheet because I'd left the, I'd left the line blank for so long. <laughs> and I just started like, Scott wasn't there and I was just. I just started talking to myself, saying different combinations of sounds out loud. And I said, Mickle, and I went, nice. Oh, shit fuck. Yeah, exactly. Fuck shit. Fuck balls. <laughs> yeah. Mickle. Oh, okay. oh, nice. Nice. Great. Uh, I like two-syllable um, words. <laughs> off. No, actually, that's a lie. I often choose one-syllable names for my characters without meaning to. And so I challenged myself to choose two syllables. And so I, that was like the restriction I put on myself. Whatever name it is, gotta be two syllables, Liz. No. Scott? Yeah. Burble? Uh, I am still very pleased. I feel like it's at the, conf it's at the confluence of like a word that sounds positive and a word that sounds like a boggin name. It's just it, like, for me, that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted a name that was like, if you know Changeling, like, that's a boggin. Uh, and to me, that's what that name evokes, is someone who's like bubbly and like a burbling, babbling brook. Babbling brook. It's just, it made me very happy. So we have a couple of questions from the audience. We'll just throw them out there. Um, I actually forgot to turn the queue on until a little later. Oh, so the first two questions, you'll see the exclamation mark queue. <gasps> After oh, that, it won't. Uh, 
Gilligan asks first question, which I assume is on everyone's mind: a whole campaign with no fade to black, not even a kiss. Explain yourselves. I'll start. Pocket sand, front go, the stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't know if you I said can honestly. Start. Oh, I did say I'd start. Um, I uh, I didn't. Um, I wanted my character to be a matchmaker. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Not matchmaker, matchmaker. Okay, the point of what I was, the joke I was trying to make there is that he doesn't get made into matches. He makes the matches. See what I'm saying? That's why none for me. And I tried. I pushed it. You did. I pushed them, I pushed them dreaming meat cutes. I. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I was going to make some kind of excuse like, oh, well, we didn't really have enough episodes to get, but that is a, a lie. It's frankly a lie. We've had kisses and FTBs before. It was like before episode 10 six eps before. When... I think it was five or six, yeah, yeah, when Ray and Ember kissed for the first time. I demand first episode. Same thing with FTBs. CTS. It was like oh, around yeah. there that um, we had penance. Oh, um, whoops. Yeah. That was me too. Huh? Whoops. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it didn't take as long. And then here. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. It is you. It's this you. time I wasn't playing a social character. Her character worked against her ability for smooches. just other priorities, I feel. Yeah, like sport. sport. What about what about you? What about you, John? I yeah. feel like I feel like you tend to enjoy introducing. Well, hang on. This is kind of segue into a slightly different topic, but like we wanted to have a freehold of people to interact with on our downtime to be like, oh, it's like a little downtime moment. Let's have a social scene with this person. Were those characters kind of created with the pos- with the with the goal of romance in mind? I never. I will say this bluntly, I never create a character with their goal being, I hope that somebody dates this character. I hope the PC hooks up with me. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I will sometimes, the the only vague exception to that is that Kyoko, I knew that Kyoko had a thing for Brom mm-hmm. because you had taken the amnesia flaw and I was going to fuck with you as much as I oh, possibly could. As, as you should. Uh, so I... I, I I don't create characters um, being like, well, this is going to be the Burble character. This will be the debt character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I instead create characters, and I kind of hope that I create a, enough of a range that somebody might be interesting. Now, I definitely am sometimes surprised when people lock onto a character and they're like, oh, th- this person's hot. And I'm like, I didn't... What? what? <laughs> I didn't try to make them hot. Um brevin nice i mean that was that was intended to always be a i think it was it always felt like a rivalry that's like it was intended to get under your skin yeah for sure yeah under under your clothes yeah Yeah, you got on your skin oh oh it's a lot less attractive like for instance in in this game uh people started raising their half seconds to genwi mm. and at first i'm like oh well is she she you know mm-hmm. like people are gonna be like oh she's attractive and then i was like oh no this is it it felt like it was more than that mm-hmm. um and that was like huh okay but it was only towards the end that you actually used your birthright it's true it's true i didn't feel I, I, I kind of, in my mind, I had built it up as like this 
tool that I was like, I'm only going to pull this out when I know that there's like romance in the air and I'm going to use it to make something happen. And as the sort of episodes progressed, it was like, well, you know, we're starting to build relationships with these characters, but like maybe I should give it a little, give it a little kick in the in the caboose, push something along, see what a happens. A nuge, a nuge, as it will, exactly. Um, so I don't think that I could rightfully say on my end that I was like I was avoiding making sure that I could hook up with anybody, but I think that this is kind of proof that at least my gaming style is that I don't want to try to force romances on mm-hmm. anybody. I'd rather that they come out naturally and that they come out organically. And then they, I think they matter a lot more than I, I feel like if I was just like, so dead, you walk into a room and a uh, crow is lying on your bed and he is naked, surrounded with flowers. And he's like, do me. <laughs> There are a few steps that one usually takes before this one. I'm very socially awkward. I can tell. Oh, oh dear. It's okay. That's... I'll hold it against you. Sheet. <laughs> I do kind of Too weak to uh, push the sheet off him. regret not having made a point of, of getting to know certain NPCs around Yan's better, including Yan himself, but also Themis. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could think of an excuse to be like, hey, I'd like to talk to Themis for a minute and like, like just have a conversation. And not just be like, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what? you know, ah, that would be cool. Um, so I think I wish I had either created some, like, like put more thought into what kind of conversations have we had in the past? So what do we enjoy talking about together? And then I could have initiated a conversation like that. Or if we don't know each other that well, what about her? like intrigues me that I might want so I kind of wish that I'd like Mm. considered the NPCs more to have more of those moments Mm -hmm. and with the rest of you yeah Uh, yeah I I tend to I think that's well said and I tend (laughs) to agree I think um I I will probably if there is a question about it later so I'll hold off on this but there was one very brief several very briefly introduced NPCs that I was like ah if this was a game where we were like if we were playing more sessions and had you know more story like more story arcs i would make a point of being like let's go back to that freehold mm-hmm. and talk to that person mm-hmm. i think that character has a wealth of story of interaction but you know what i mean like yeah but it just in the moment it doesn't ju- like you, uh, i i also couldn't justify having those kinds of scenes without having a goal in mind for those scenes well i think that part of that might be because we knew that this was a campaign that wasn't designed to necessarily have a, uh, a an indefinite length. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we sort of like the way that we decided to to do this. I mean, I mentioned this earlier, but it was because we wanted to do something that felt like a campaign, but we didn't necessarily want to commit to being like this is going to be our like this is the mm-hmm. campaign that we're going to be doing, pouring our next multi, you know, like dozen arc into. And I wonder whether that meant that there was a bit more focus on the plot as opposed to that, like, okay, well, we can just sit back and relax and talk to people and just go around because it was like, well, no, there's a thing and things are happening and we got to fix the thing. We got to do the thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. It's true because in CTS, there yeah, were two moments where, like, we would just end up in the exhaust and we would just be chatting over, like, 
English muffins. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't really a lot of that this time. And, and if it was, it sort of felt like we were filling time because there was one other person who was having a conversation mm -hmm. that was more plot adjacent. Um, and so we were just like, we were creating extra flavor off to the side, you know? Um, so yeah, that's true. We were very like, we were very plot focused this time. I'm going to tack onto that. Yeah. If I may. Yeah. The, the idea of like scenes in the exhaust or I mean it, it's been a staple of 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 all of our campaigns up to this point but having having those kind of casual conversations for me when there's a natural moment for them great but I also need to be comfortable enough in my character's values goals hopes dreams things he does you know pet peeves whatever that when I have a scene where I'm just like, oh, it's just me and incisor, I'm going to use a CTS example. I know what I probably want to try to get out of incisor, or at least what I'm hoping to avoid. Yeah. There's a scene to play. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right? As opposed to uh, needing to be like, well, I don't know my character so well yet that I can afford to have a conversation with this person without a, a plot point in mind. So That's a good point. One thing that we don't do mm. that a lot of games these days are suggesting that you do mm -hmm. is we don't pre-establish relationships. Mm -hmm. um, and we could have, I could have been like, okay, well, here are the five people who live at this freehold or who are often at this freehold. Um, and we can discuss very briefly what that means so like you could have something like okay so Mikkel and Themis have a uh, they have a friendly rivalry going mm -hmm. uh, what's it about uh, they both s try to see how many times they can make Yan uh, forget what he was going to say right like and then just be like there done so now we have a point of reference that we can start with mm -hmm. and I think that there's there's two different ways of going about it sometimes I think it's very very nice to be like i don't have a pre-existing relationship with this person i can just come up with whatever i want and you're also not locked into something when after a while you're like wow uh now i've seen themis in play for a while she's kind of a jerk maybe i wouldn't want to have my character act this way mm -hmm. but i also think that there's something very useful about saying like no we are going to establish some relationships in advance so that we it's sort of like in in improv you don't walk in and it's not like every time you walk in you're like, I don't know you, sir. You don't know me, yeah. ma'am. Right? Like, it, you just walk on and you're like, oh yeah, I'm your friend Dave. And you're like, yeah. oh, of course, Dave from the thing. And yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm from the thing. And like, you're yes-ending it. Yeah, right? yeah. And I don't think yes-ending is, is the exact thing that you want to go for, but I wonder whether we would have benefited from that. Hmm. Yeah, I think like in 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 Exalt Witch Nexus, um, and kind of in Academy, actually, I can't remember, but like at, at least in Nexus, we we never met before. So us trying to get to know ourselves and each other that worked totally fine and organically. Yeah. And then in Changeling, maybe we just lucked out and like we established some really loose things, like oh, Sophia has hired Patches to renovate her yeah. her apartment before, and like we know Brom because he works in the building Mops and he's the around. <laughs> like, he cleans the shit out. It just happened to work, to and then in this case, I think we we were like, oh, we should know each other quite well. 
but we don't and we're not as comfortable faking it as we were in CTS. Mm, interesting. There was like something about that. So I wonder if maybe we needed to compensate a little bit by by talking about it more, by creating some links. That's my secret cap. I'm always compensating. <laughs> <laughs> the secret of RPG clinic comes out. Hello, Neofet. I, I will say that like you did prepare a, a sheet of like known NPCs, and I found that fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's something you had done for CTS, which was great. Um, and so, I guess I went in feeling like I knew the NPCs, even if my character didn't necessarily. But I had also established a character who works at Yen, so theoretically, would be familiar with these people, even if not friendly. Right. Um, so. I don't think that was a, something holding me back personally. Mm. We have a couple more questions, yeah. but I do want to point out one comment that was made here because it's sort of along the lines of what we've just yeah. discussed. Um, Kung Fu Fenris says, you have amazing NPCs, John, two amazing for short games. Yeah. And I wonder whether that's actually something that is a fault of mine and not a... like Because I don't think that Kung Fu Fenris is trying to like... Uh, bring me down. I Shade. think he's trying, no, I don't think I think so. he's trying yeah. to pay me a compliment. Yeah, yeah. But I like, is it bad if I'm like, well, here are these NPCs. They are clearly more fleshed out than we could possibly get to in the context of a short point, game. Actually, as opposed to just um, here's a stereotyped, you know, like here's the commander. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, I'm the commander. I command you to kill the terrorists oh no yeah yeah that's it i right? have no other like i have a wife she left me six days ago six days ago yeah. Six days, six days ago yeah you're something on the mind <laughs> have i got a i've spent too you? long in the sex mines <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know i mean it could also just be seen as a challenge to us you know like you you're playing like you introduce four npcs that all have such like rich lives and are so like developed and like you know the challenge to us is to find a way to make our own characters as like as developed and yeah. then find a way to link them i mean I, I i guess i wouldn't i wouldn't ever suggest that you i don't know i think such a great thing about your npcs is how like three-dimensional they are and if you were building them at the same time we were getting comfortable with ours i don't know Maybe some world building would Sorry. suffer as a result. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I want generic NPCs. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't think that's the solution to the problem. You want the sex minds commander as opposed to just the go do a thing. Commander. Yes. Okay. I don't know what the sex minds are. No, neither do but I. But now we have to find out, right? Um, <laughs> so... I mean, the crosshair mentions here in game designer terms, even if you wow. make a free to play mobile game, you do the work at the same quality as with a triple A super budget game. And that is absolutely not true. <laughs> not <laughs> my, not, not in my experience. And FTP mobile. <laughs> uh, it, sometimes it depends on how much money you can throw at the problem. And sometimes it's just like, we got to get this shit out. Yeah. Don't pay attention to it. Go. And I think that there's often a desire to be quality at the sure. start and I think that some of the difference between AAA and not AAA is that AAA has the money to be like well let's wait until we find that quality and some indie studios or like free to play mobile studios are like let's be quality nope <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's go. Wait, Let's when is be this game as much quality as you can manage in three weeks. Go. Thank you. But that's that translates well to the games too, right? Sometimes we have the opportunity to hang around and have a session where we just are kind of like, well, while we wait for Jorik to come back from that ill-fated trip to the fairies, uh, why don't we all just chat and get to know each other? Whatever it is, right? That's a bad example. but I'll say that creating characters is probably my greatest strength. That makes sense. Like, yeah, it's I, definitely yeah. a strength, if not. Yeah, I create characters and like flesh them out and create hooks very quickly. I'm not going to say that I'm like the best at it, but I know that I'm very fast. So even if it is a game that I'm like, well, we're only going to be playing like this, you know, for the next six weeks or whatever, uh, I can come up with a character that's like, no, I got all the hooks right here and they don't have to be like, you don't need them. It's not like the characters that I sometimes see where someone will be like, I've got this dark backstory. It's so dark. It's darker than dark. It's Vanta Black backstory. Ooh. But, Everyone's already walked away. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, okay. But then you're like, and it's going to be a secret. Uh-huh. Except I'm going to spoil the secret in the second episode because I can't hold my wad. <laughs> what? Well, you don't have anything else, right? Like, what That's you exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I spent all this time writing this dark backstory. <laughs> uh, uh. So I have this dark backstory. Yeah, it's it's literally the only thing that yeah. you have. Posted at that point. It on the wall. So, um, and Kung Fu Fenris says, I think you may have to adjust content and scope. Uh, and with the amount of content, it might be one of the reasons why I was surprised we were ending so soon. So we ended partially because we have something very exciting that we want to do, right? Yeah. Like, but we also knew that we needed to take a break. Yeah. Truth. We don't take breaks as often as we maybe should. Yeah. I would. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah, right, but something cracked. Oh, no. Uh, his head exploded. He never spoke That's again. Right. Never jawed again. Hmm. Uh, it's. I, I will say this. Um, I think that you have to let the game breathe a little bit if you think that it might go on for a long time you can't kind of run two sessions and be like nope it's not working fuck it and like like, chuck it but I do think that you can figure out after a certain amount of time whether it's like this game has legs or this game doesn't and I feel like for me and I'm kind of curious about your opinions and we'll get to the audience questions too like I still got them they're still on that list I felt like I was having fun but the combination of it being Changeling, which we were already kind of enmeshed with as well, and the way the game was sorting out, I was like, I don't see this as being like, oh yeah, I'm in for 80 more episodes of this thing. Mm. I was like, this is good. This is not, I'm not going to feel like I'm going to be disappointed if we decide to do something else. How about you? Um, For me, I was... Uh, I, I chose the character I chose to challenge myself. Um, and I think that she was going in a in an interesting direction. And I had some moments with her that I really liked. Uh, but some things that I didn't flesh out include her goals, her relationships to the other PCs, her NPCs. Like there were some things that I was just kind of leaving ambiguous because I thought it would help to discover along the way. But what ended up happening is because it was already a character and a, a personality type that was very uh, uh, hard to play. Um, it 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 meant that like I was waiting for a click 
to happen where mm. I got the character. And for me, that usually, if, if the character has staying power, that usually happens about three or four episodes in, and it didn't happen in this case. It still felt like putting effort in. And maybe it would have happened after 15, 20 episodes. Maybe it wouldn't have. Um, but yeah, I think that's what that's what happened to me. Like it was like I was pleased with the amount that, that we put out, mm-hmm. um, but it didn't have the same staying power as some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Uh, I felt the universe was great. Um, you know, going back to you making great NPCs, um, I was really excited by the various freeholds in the city, the various NPCs that we had full briefs on, and the hints that were included with the briefs about the other freeholds. Um, but I do feel like there was a lack of sort of direction on this side of the table. Um, mm from myself and I think maybe from all of us like other than there's a problem let's solve it I think that yeah I also didn't have a goal and um, like my goal was like encourage people to sports like it's not enough of a goal sports right um, <laughs> so to, to quote one of the greatest lyricists of our time if there was a problem yo you'll solve it check out your non-existent hook because the DJ can't revolve it <laughs> yes Something like that. Are you the DJ here, right? Yeah, okay. No! He is the DJ. Okay, very good. DJ John in the house. Yeah. Um, I I don't disagree with what's been said. I I think these these are excellent points. Um, I also similarly kind of, yeah, I created a character that was exciting to me. And then, yeah, I think similarly, Liz, that's a really good way of describing it. I just hadn't... um, We were talking about vanilla earlier. We did. Sorry. Uh, I, yeah, I also didn't kind of hook into what I thought I was going to hook into, which is funny because there's so many elements of Burble who are just me. <laughs> like so many things about it are just like, I would do that. That's what I would do. Hang on a second. I'm also passionate about that thing. And yet there wasn't... Um, yeah, it, I guess it's the 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 place where how you interact with the character and make decisions for the character comes into contact with the world and what there is to do in it. Now, the, an- the answer to that is like everything. You can do anything in the world that you're in. But it didn't feel like I could do what I wanted. I was lacking like science vocabulary. I was lacking like tools, you know? I mean, one of the things that I'm going to point out is as much as we're being reflective here and we're kind of like figuring out where we might have gone Um, not ideal I also don't feel like we're being like well that was a total failure you know like absolutely not Uh, it's just why we chose to conclude it yeah Yeah. and and also knowing that not everything has to be perfect all the time but that doesn't mean that we're not going to look back and try to figure out what we're going to do again in the future right Mm -hmm. and I know that the audience is with that as well I just wanted to make sure that that's that that's clear to anybody who's listening out there on YouTube land or whatever uh we're always going to be looking back and trying to figure out what we could do better next time. And if I and I'm somebody who honestly thinks that if you can't think of anything that you could do better next time, then you're not looking hard enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crosshair is a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that hashtag chaos bunny Q in there. What didn't you get to do, and how much did it miff you? I kind of love the fact that we're using the word myth. Yep, big fan. I can say i didn't get to or i didn't uh burble did not get to have um 
He didn't get to you. Trying to phrase this properly, sorry. He didn't get to inspire someone to dream through science. Very specifically, and that's something I was like, this is the hook for my character, and I didn't even try to do it. <laughs> Don't know what happened. But that was something that excited me. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, two things for me. Ask Jen we out on a date. And uh, Mikkel had a flaw. Don't mention it, which is basically if uh, if a certain um, topic is mentioned, she has to like roll willpower to avoid like attacking the person immediately because um, it's a very triggering topic for her. Uh, and in this case, it was her chrysalis. And that never got mentioned but i'm also kind of grateful because i never really like i have a sense of what happened that she wants to forget but like yeah that could have been i've never seen i didn't see her get really mad mm. really mad um that could have been a challenge um it's mostly just the nature of this being a short little campaign but there are a lot of aspects of Cathane society that i didn't get to explore through this character things like musing ravaging antithesis my legacies um Further higher tiers in the arts that I was looking to explore, like all of those other things that you you dig into in a longer campaign. So there are just aspects that I didn't get to explore. Mm, right. That's kind of where it's at for yeah. me. But like, I mean, I made a sports character and I got to sports and I got to save sports. So like, I, to some extent, like <laughs> the sports, the sports, yeah sports, sports. the the sorry the core of it got dealt with, but mm -hmm. all the rest around it not so mm -hmm. much. So I'm gonna answer this question as well because yeah, I of feel course. like it, it's it's legit. Um, I was kind of curious about, now maybe I'm misreading things, it's very possible, but what I was seeing was, uh, a potential love triangle developing between PCs, which we hadn't seen. And I wonder whether that was something, do you disagree or? Well, I, I don't know. There was a little bit of space of silence and there were a bit of um, some oh, of yeah, that no, with um, oh, Academy true. as well. But that's anyway. a good point. But like, I don't think I've ever seen two people be like, I'm interested and in going for a character at the same time, mm -hmm. specifically. Now, I could be wrong. You seem to disagree. By your well, answer. as I said, that was she struck and then yeah. she got a meet cute. Like, I, that, like, the. If we pick up from where we left off, it would be like, great, let's be friends. Okay. And like, it doesn't mean that it couldn't develop from there, but it definitely wasn't, I want to date her. Well, then I misread the situation, and yeah. maybe I'm glad we ended. <laughs> <laughs> and Verbal moves in for the kill, yeah! <laughs> Verbal! No, it wasn't like a closed door or anything, but no, no. she yeah, wasn't yeah. like actively pursuing it. Okay. Um, I guess for me, uh, there are things like, because I had seen... Um, the House of Scrolls and Loot, uh, the other two freeholds as places that we could see some interesting stuff happen. And as as Kung Fu Fenris mentioned um, a while ago, uh, there was uh, this was the first time that I'd played with uh, things like uh, Quixotic, yeah, Elysian, um, Accord, Accord, yeah, right. Like I hadn't introduced those in CTS and that was something that I was like oh it might be interesting to see a chord again it might be interesting to see what and and we didn't but that's okay um I'm not like there isn't anything about this campaign that I'm like I have severe regret mm -mm. about right um but part of me was like oh I wish that I'd you know come up with an excuse to bring this character in more or um 
have more of a reason to go to the other two freeholds um, and spend a little bit more time uh, talking with Buzzcut or with uh, uh, Standish. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of there. Uh, no, the Lycians, the Lycians did come out when CTS ran. Um, they're, the Lycians are part of the Player's Guide, but the Player's Guide only released partway through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we did have access to things like Infusion and, yeah. and Tailcraft. Yeah. Uh, we just... I don't think it any of us nobody it. took them or used them. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been something they would have bought like at character creation for patches. Oh, for sure. But I, in, by the time that it came out and I took the time to look at Infusion, it was just like that was a direction that I wasn't going to go with mm -hmm. yeah. Which I think is fair. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, the, the, that's something there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything that I'm like, I am miffed, uh, other than I had some miserable fucking dice rolls, but, but like the thing is, that's not even something for me to be miffed about. I enjoy the, the randomness, that chaos or whatever. Uh, and I would much rather, I think, in a short campaign, have me be the one who fails a lot than have the players be the one who fail a lot. And then I suddenly am like, well, uh, I've captured the three of you. Uh, shit. Like, oh, no. you have to break out. But, like, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But that mm -hmm. is just like, well, now we have to tack on a couple of yeah. episodes mm -hmm. to get you out. Um, you're me, baffled that Carlos did too, not kill Fedris. Your rolls. That was iconic. Oh, my God. You truly had your luck zapped. It was, yeah, it, was, it was pretty wild. It was a great example of life. Life took your dice and microwave mirroring art. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> um, just it puts me in mind of the like, what does your mindset do to the world around you? Right. Yeah. And I'm not getting into that. But we have two questions from reading aloud. OK. Have you been surprised by the development of your character? Have you found your limits changed since previous games? So first, let's let's start with the first one. Did your character surprise you at any point? And I don't think if your if your answer is no, I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm. It was a shorter campaign. Yeah. But also sometimes you're like, I want to play a bruiser who goes out and punches people. And that's what you play. Done. And great. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Everybody looks at this. <laughs> no, nothing jumps out to me. Certainly in terms of verbal, like nothing, nothing in the development where I was like, oh, wow, he was really angry about that. Or like, huh. A gossip monger i never would have guessed you know like uh, if anything i was like less gossipy than i sort of anticipated but no nothing and, and in terms of like finding limits changing i have to assume that means not like lines and veils but rather uh, uh, maybe perhaps okay i mean limits to me limits include lines and veils sure. um they sort of stretch to like like I'm pushing my limit in that, oh, I, I don't normally like playing characters who are engaged in combat. Mm -hmm. Like here, I, I played a combat monster and I felt good about that. Mm -hmm. Like that could also be a limit. I think I definitely also chose to like invest in certain skills and like from a mechanical perspective, I chose to invest in certain things and made choices that were not optimal for some of the situations that we ended up in that's how role-playing works and i'm thrilled about it that's like, how role-playing for you works. that's how, how that is how role-playing for me works yes i should i should be very clear some people love to min max and then arrange to find the optimal to power play. to power game right and yeah. that's great uh, I, I don't think any of you are optimal or optimized heavily along those lines not unless i'm playing some video games <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> yeah yeah that's me I don't know. I, I don't feel like I 
I pushed in directions that were unexpected. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I, like I said this before, I, I chose a red cap to really challenge myself because I knew it would be hard um, and for me. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm like surprised, but I'm also not so surprised that um, some of her like more uh, aggressive and abrasive tendencies got sort of toned down. Um, mm. Because on the one hand, like, oh, that's surprising because I had a different intention. But on the other hand, I'm not surprised because I think I never quite like the character didn't hadn't gotten to the click moment. And I hadn't quite found that sweet spot of like staying true to a red cap. There were moments, absolutely, but like staying true to a red cap while also being a character that people can like quasi stand to be around. Yeah. You know? I think that that's something akin to what we were talking about earlier and like I know my lines and therefore I can focus on acting. Yeah. I think that if you had found the click, you might have found a, a little bit easier. Yeah. But there's definitely um, playing a character who is abrasive is. Uh, is sometimes a, a, a challenge yeah. Um, because you can't be so abrasive that everyone else is like, go away. No. I hate you. Leave. <laughs> well, it's like playing like the loner rogue character in a party of like in a, in a, I don't know, yeah, in an adventuring party where you're just like, oh, I work better alone. It's like, well, you need a reason to be with these people and mm -hmm. they need a reason to want you around. That's Almost, I would argue like, even yeah. more right? important. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you, if if Mikkel was like fucking disgusting and we hated her, but she had the keys to the car that was the magical vehicle that would take us to the Dreaming or some shit, I don't know, whatever, and we needed you because you had the car, that's more interesting but to that me. that only Maybe, buys you a certain amount of time. Exactly. Correct. That's yeah. interesting for like an NPC, it, but for a PC yeah. who's there every single, like three hours... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm saying like I have them. mad respect for people who are able to play red caps as as PCs because mm -hmm. it's kind of exhausting in its own way. Um, red caps and slua to a certain extent. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Sure. Um, and I think that a lot of people default to uh, I'm going to play the nice red cap. I'm mm -hmm. going to play the slua who just doesn't really care about their penalties, right? And that's that's a shame i find sometimes sometimes look play the game that you want to play yeah of course right like if you are going to enjoy changeling more if you play slua and the slua is like i don't have a social penalty or i'll pretend that i don't have one okay yahtzee go for it but the problem then ends up being that if you're playing with other people and i bring in an npc who's a red cap or a slua and the slua is just like i'm going to be very weird and everyone else is like ah, that's not like the slua that we know like the slua that we have that's a pc sitting next to me they don't act like this. Why is your slew so weird? And I'm like, no, that slew is weird. Yeah. I'm the normal. <laughs> and you tell him, John. <laughs> and, and that's that's why I, I think that there it, it is important to find like what you said is the click moment and not finding it. I'm not I don't think I was like red alert. But at the same time, it is, I think, harder, I think, to play certain kith unless you can click into that moment of like, oh, this is how I simultaneously can be a red cap. And also be there. And I think you were finding that. Mm -hmm. But perhaps not in the, like when you mentioned the click thing, I think that there were so many different elements. Maybe that's why the click didn't happen as early. Because you were figuring out playing a red cap in a group and then not actually getting to focus on the goal. Yeah. Which is not, 
that's not any fault of your own. I think that that's just hard. You chose a challenge. Yeah. We didn't give you enough time. Yeah, and I chose a challenge intentionally knowing full well that there was a chance that it wouldn't it wouldn't get to the place that I wanted. So I'm not I'm not mad about no, it. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> uh, and if Al asks, do you prefer the more plot-focused kind of campaign, or would you rather have the space for more downtime scenes? Both. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, more mm-hmm. like if we were to do a longer campaign, I'd want some downtime scenes for sure. I, I think we actually discussed that very specifically before starting Changeling River Wild, and we were like, no, let's make sure we have a place where we can like go and hang out because then we can get to know the NPCs. Like, I, I mean, I I think we all enjoy cool story moments and intrigue a plot focused kind of game but like more so you know around the idea of like uh yeah also we discussed that this game could be a place where we have a home base and we get to have those downtime scenes i think that i think we really do well with that but maybe we didn't have i don't remember how many downtime scenes we had at the beginning of cts like that's a good it, point. It's sort of, I can't remember if downtime scenes come as a result of us being comfortable enough in our characters mm. that we can just talk, or if it's the reason why we become comfortable with our characters because we just talk. It's time for and a I full don't CTS remember. rewatch, folks. <laughs> Let's go. Because sometimes I feel like you just need to lock all of our PCs in a room and force us to talk, and then like we figure out what's important to us that way. But then we. But we could do that before we start streaming exactly. campaign too, yes, right? We like, certainly do that. Fascinating to me. I think, um, I think that for me, mm. I, I would much rather have a game where people have the room to breathe if that's what the game wants. Um, which is a cop out answer, but thinking about a one shot is that a one shot, which we were playing a lot of yes. before we started this campaign. One shots, you can't do that. Or rather, if you do do that, then you aren't really playing a one shot. You're playing uh-huh. a multi shot. And a lot of games aren't really equipped to deal with like, oh, you're playing for longer than two and a half hours. Uh oh, uh, there isn't enough in this game to do more than two and a half hours. Because imagine if we were playing fuck it's Dracula. But then <laughs> week after week, you know, after week. week after week, because every time we like had that like, oh, well, it's a new scene change. Well, hold on. We all want to like chill out by the campfire and like talk about how everything's cool and stuff and you gonna oh, get it, drained tonight or am i like, yeah like uh oh oh uh that's that is a uh an issue mm-hmm. right like and i i think that that's that's one thing um i like having the opportunity to have people have downtime as a storyteller who streams games I always fucking panic <laughs> when it happens. And then I realize, no, 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 this is what people want. Because there's always a part of me that's like, everybody wants to see the action. Nobody wants to have these just sort of like everyone sitting around talking. And no, like that's a lie. Everybody wants to see the talking because everybody wants to like launch their fucking ships. And you can't launch ships if you don't spend some time in harbor. Well, when we talk about the pace, sorry to interrupt, no, no, when we no. talk about the pacing of games and television shows and whatever, like anything that we say is like well-paced, it's because there's a variety of, you know, action-heavy moments, slower, more thoughtful moments, slower, more romantic moments, whatever it is, like the yeah. pace literally varies. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's kind of well-paced. It builds well. It's exciting. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of like, 
Last Airbender as a great example. Things are happening, but we also get to know the characters along the way. Within the structure of the episodes that they had access to, they did both of those things at the same time. It's impressive. Do you think that there is a correlation between the amount of stress you're dealing with in your main plot to the amount of downtime scenes that you quote unquote should have? Well, that's interesting. Because this plot for, you know, sport was threatened. It never. Not sport. (laughs) It never got like it was a fucking great mystery it never felt life or death um cts right away we were thrown into where the hell is sister we have to go rescue him also brom can't remember anything about his life so no big loss downtime moments like that felt like a oh my god a moment to catch my breath because everything around me is so stressful right Mm -hmm. now and i'm just kind of wondering if there is a, a connection there i have no idea i'm speculating no 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 it's a good speculation i like it all i know is that anytime that we spend the majority of a session in quote-unquote downtime uh i panic after the first five minutes thinking like uh oh and then inevitably they're like the episodes that everyone's like oh yeah this one oh i loved this you one. only watched oh, one episode yeah, of this, like, yeah and i'm just like oh fuck <laughs> uh huh oh okay um which which makes a certain amount of sense i mean i i so the, to answer your question nfl I definitely think that having a game where the downtime is something that the players actively want to engage in, um, then I think that can be encouraged. Uh, the The trick is also to just find out what kind of like game you're running and what theme you're running. Because if the theme is like 24, where it's like every fucking second counts mm-hmm. and the game is being run in real time. I mean, the game um, Doom mm-hmm. um, is run in real time. It has a clock. And... You can take certain actions as a character, like you want to heal, sure, but it'll cost you five minutes of real time where you can't do anything, mm-hmm. and the clock keeps ticking down. So, those kinds of games, you can't really do a whole ton of downtime unless the players are like, "Well, we don't really care about achieving the objective." Mm. Which, hey, that that's also cool, but um, I definitely would prefer to be able to have characters who can talk to people and. And engage with people and enjoy them but it's also bear in mind my games i i tend to overpopulate with npcs <laughs> better better honestly yeah better than underpopulated if there was only one person to interact with all the time i'd be like mm. <laughs> fenris asks did you actually achieve the goal of having a home base in this game after all you had double overlords like yan and i think you mean genuine yeah did it ever really feel like home? I wasn't bothered by the overlords. Yeah, I, I, I did actually feel like it felt like a a home of sorts, a home I didn't know particularly well. <laughs> As of I yet, just moved in. I just moved into my new home. But like, but yeah, no, I I think so. I think it's a good it's a good sign in a game to me where it's like, well, where are we going? Well, we're going home where else would we be going after we achieved uh, an objective right like we're going back to the freehold i didn't find myself going like oh, i think i'd rather be at the house of scrolls it's really cool over there it is really cool over there don't get me wrong but like <laughs> you know what i mean it didn't bother me yeah the overlords didn't bother me at oh, all no, no, it was no. just was the cool. fact that i i didn't know the freehold i still felt like i was in nexus 
we discovered the manse together and in in you have a constant complaint about this sorry we we famously spent three hours discovering that manse if i recall correctly however long um and in cts we had a pre-established freehold and it just i don't know like i was able to really picture it in my head um in this one if you asked me to describe the geography of it i still couldn't do it Mm um and I think that was maybe like another click that just didn't happen and probably would have eventually more time spent in it. But I didn't even think to myself, what's Mickle's favorite room in Yans? The Walking room freezer. you spent the most time in, which is the crease. No, exactly. But I didn't I didn't identify that for myself. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, we're back. Where am I going to go to hang out? Where is everyone else going? <laughs> Where is everyone else going? Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, it didn't feel like home, but I don't think that was because there were other people in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna ask Kate to answer this first. Okay. Does Burble clamber? I don't get this reference. You cackled as soon as it went yeah, up, and we I don't did. get what this. We is. had a. It's we had a, No, no, not That's at okay. all. It's a true crew. Um, I said clamber, and Scott was like, "Liz, you know you don't pronounce the b." He's like, "It's clamor," and I was like, "No, it's clamber." And then. Well, here's Scott. Well, and, 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 so and I didn't chat. get this reference. So the, either. the chat j- jumped to the defense of Liz. Yeah. So yeah. No, that's it. Like essentially, I was I was being a li- to be honest, I was being a little snotty about it on Drew Crew because I was like, Liz, you don't pronounce the B in clamor, like you know, because the you know raising an alarm and like causing clamor doesn't have a yeah. Hit me up. Isn't it clamber because you're climbing and clamor is C L A M O U R because that's so, noise. Yeah. Yes, but. But this is apparently pronounced climbing. Yeah, is clamber pronou- is. See, I, I, I think it is clamber. Clamber is how I've always said so it, and I was just so oh, relieved. Oh, I'm not going to be relieved until John tells me. The dictionary me. says that clamber can be pronounced clamber or clamor. It oh, can shit. be pronounced both ways. It what? is a verb to climb using both feet and hands, climb with effort or difficulty, or as a noun, an act or instance of clambering. However, Kate is correct. To raise a clamor yeah. is C L A M O U R. O U R, yeah. Which is like a. Which is, I think, what Scott was arguing in defense of. That's it. I also then brought up the fact that I had been raised by someone from <laughs> another country who has yeah. particular ways of pronouncing things that I'm like, hang on a second. I'm, well, usually I'm wrong. That. Usually I'm pronouncing it's... something wrong my entire life. So the fact that in this case I was correct <laughs> was like a very... Uh... And clamor is spelled C-L-A-M-O-R for our American friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to blame my... Japanese, Dutch, British, American, hybrid father, and my English and French Canadian mother for why I think it's clamber. That's a that's a and or my brother who would often just with his dyslexia, you know, see a word, make up how it was pronounced, and say it with confidence. Just be like done. Yeah, (laughs) there were words that I mispronounced for a long time because I just read a ton as a kid. And if you read a word a lot before you actually encounter it, you don't know how to pronounce it. Oh shit! Which is why I said things like calm and palm Mm. as opposed to calm and palm. And that sounds classy as hell to me, though. I like it. English kind of has rules and then ignores them all the time. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) That is very correct. Uh, That said, uh, no, I don't think. (laughs) No, he scrambles, I would say. He's a scramble. Actually, what did I always say? He toddles into the room. Toddles. Like a little baby. (laughs) That's how I always just. 
like ready to fall over at any given instant. Especially once his luck was gone. Oh god. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna step out of the car. Can you roll? Oh god. <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce the name Hermione. Of course. Although, my father told me. My mom told me. Uh, <laughs> and I had she, someone in my class. She. Uh, it's written actually in the fourth book. Yeah. Goblet yeah. of Fire. Uh, Hermione explains to Victor Crumb yeah. how to pronounce her name yeah. because I think too many people didn't know how to say yeah. Hermione. That's I was yeah. fully ostracized in school because I was the only one saying it's Hermione and everyone went no it's not and I was like it what is. What did they say it was? They said Hermione. Everyone yeah. said it was Hermione and so and yet my Hermione mom was like it's you. Hermione like in a winter's tale and I was like okay fucking and Liz became Shakespeare a Shakespeare <laughs> she's like it's like Hermione it's Expert. like it, you know it's it's kind of in the same way as like Persephone in its own way like yeah so um Incredible. yeah but no one believed me so it didn't matter and I got no apology cards after the fact years later rude thanks <laughs> you know, I'm going to acknowledge this question even though I feel like we answered how important are downtime scenes and sessions I think it depends on the player group I think for us they are important yeah we yeah. want them yeah, yeah we like yeah. them we enjoy them uh, you have some things in front of you. Some slips oh, of paper. paper plate? Oh, yes. <laughs> An empty wine glass, which I will be going to refill. <laughs> Ooh. So I'm going to ask you uh, a couple of questions, and I want you to pick one of these pieces of paper. Okay. And then we'll just reveal them. Uh, and the first one is, who is the most adorable character? I should point out that in this list are the three PCs and the five NPCs that were based in uh, in Yans. Fuck. Adorable. I'm doing it. Doing Ready? it, and y'all can't mm-hmm. stop me. All right. Let's have a look. Pow! <laughs> So different hey! answers along the board. Okay, so why Burble? Well, I just thought he was, he was, I loved how much he loved science. Oh. I loved that he toddled everywhere. I loved that he wanted to to match make everyone. He was just such a sweet boy. Oh, score isn't. He isn't part of this list. He wasn't one of the OG. Um, you're, you're, feel free to write in if you need to write in. Um, why Crow? Um... Because he was trying so hard, but he was so weak, and he was getting crushed, but he really wanted to, but he was so sweet. But he he, he tried, and he cared. He did cute. care. I've never had a fan before. <laughs> Don't show up naked in my bed with flowers. That's, that, that's not canon. <laughs> it's part of a what-if-Wednesday situation yeah. here, yeah. Uh, and similarly, Bo also, he was real eager, just... He just wanted. To, he just wanted to help his best bro, bro. Like that was. Uh, that's the sense I got is that he was just really, really wanted Crow to succeed and grow as a person. I love that shit. All right, uh, we've asked adorable. What about fuckable? Ooh. Now specifically, I've used the word fuckable. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, I... Who's the thirst trap? <laughs> Bye bye, crosshair. Bye. Be well. Sport Mori's. <laughs> ah, yes. The Caca Fuego. I am glad that that came up. Me too. In our brief stint with <laughs> yeah. the red calf. I, I did not uh, plan that until Neither I remembered in a flash I. 
But I was like, if she's taking a bite out of a knocker, this is going to happen. I'm so glad you remembered because I didn't. And then I took the bite and I was like, oh, I don't regret this. (laughs) This is perfect. All right. Let's see. I'm very curious if we're all on the same boat. Ah. All right. So let's hear from the Themis crew. She's got an air of mystery. I don't know. She's competent. Athletic. Goat like cool <laughs> stamina for days. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I don't know. I like I I was didn't have a big confident answer for anyone. But if if you oh, you made me pick and that's what I picked because fuckable specifically, not like romanceable. But fuckable. yeah, I didn't say romanceable. Yeah. I don't know. And I was just I'm I'm conflating. So I just think you know, I did this. She's, she's fuckable. What about you? Maybe there's more to it than that, but I think uh, it's also If funny. I had to pick one? Well, Liz, you're th- in a video game, when they say romanceable NPCs, they don't mean romance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do. Or at least I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I go for romance when it says romance. <gasps> yes. And the reason why I say burble Damn. is that I think he would be such numbers. a generous lover. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that he would try whatever he possibly could in order to make sure that you had a great time, more so than any other character that Scott has played. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm just sorry. There's like a scene playing out in my mind now that's just like, whoa, okay, you want to experiment with restraints? I've got a whole hookup next door. Literally. Like, come on, I'll show you. And then he's like built a whole fucking contraption. I want to rescind my answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now romanceable. Okay. Burble is spoon size. Burbrel. 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 Um, please hold. <laughs> no, that's fair. Here we go. Got it. Okay. And go for it. Pow! We all. Yeah! Sure. So, why? Like the why music. <laughs> Definitely the music. Um, I always felt like I was seeing her in a clearing in a forest with like shafts of light coming down when that would play. Um, and that she would like take care of people, right? Like she was what, one of her first run-ins with her, unexpected run-ins with her was like, you know, putting a band-aid on a scraped knee. Like there was, there was a sense of caring and mm. sweetness and also like, Oh yeah, well I am a she, but I'm not that strict about like being a lady, like which definitely is very much romanceable NPC energy. Yep. Yes. Uh, cool girl vibes, which I'm yeah. Except that so to speak. she was bandaging somebody after she ravaged a bunch of others. Boy, we didn't see that. Though. My character may be silly, but I'm not. Hey. <laughs> Your character is silly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wait, hang on. I thought we had... Oh, no. no. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I was going to say, like, you were Sealy? What? Don't I have a Sealy code? That's what we discussed. Here? I don't know. We had both, maybe? Uh, I, I don't know. At some I, point, I maybe like I considered just kind of being Sealy. Yeah, I mm. didn't... Again, didn't have the time to yeah. drive down those paths too much. Vroom. Is, is that basically the, the concurrent answer on Genwi? Yeah. Like, she's a she... She's got the the shaft of light in the forest, and uh, you know, kind of mood. But she's approachable. Mm-hmm. I think for me, that's yeah. a big thing as well. Mm-hmm. If if uh, NPC is like, oh, I'm interested in learning more about this NPC, they have to be approachable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you genuinely felt like her. you could just go and talk to her. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> we all we did. All we all did. 
Yeah. That was also, there's interesting a level because... of... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, there's a level of self-awareness there with her being like, oh, I couldn't do a great job running this freehold, so I'm going to let Jan do it. I know that a lot mm. of people would interpret that as her, like, shirking her duty or whatever, but I actually see that as the freehold's in much better hands if he's if he's in charge of the day-to-day. But her sheenness came out in a couple of ways, and I'm just wondering whether I didn't push it as hard as I could have. Because, like, there was that moment where you were interrogating somebody, and she showed up, and she was like, I dressed up like an unseely princess. Mm-hmm. That was when Mikkel fell in love with her. A little Aww. bit. A little, little bit. A little crush. That's when it... And she was like, okay, well, if, if we're going to throw down, I'm going to be an unseely fucking, like, noble. Let's go. And then you were like, we got this. And she was like, okay. I don't have to worry about it. I'm just oh, going to go change back in my jeans. <laughs> I assumed she was getting dressed for some meeting. Like, I did not click that that was for this. Uh-huh. I definitely thought that it was completely unrelated. Yeah, well, I, yeah. and, and I, I, I thought think she had plans. similarly, I, I, maybe not similarly, but like, I thought she was making a point. It's like, okay, point's been made. I don't need to do anything else. I just feel like maybe the danger around Genui was like off in the distance. I was never worried for my safety in Genui's presence. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, sometimes a hint maybe of danger could be a little. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> maybe a hint of danger is sometimes a little like, ooh. All right. Remembering your Ignite PC, which character in this list oh, would your character be most likely to want to destroy? <laughs> like kill or F? Destroy, not F kill murderize kill, kill wreck their life ruin their social standing um, tear them from limb from limb but we're not talking about erect uh, get although you can we can answer that question later if you want yeah who would they most likely want who would they're most likely and, I'm, I'm, I, and I know that all three of you are just gonna flash bow like right across right like nice yeah hey, he appeals to everybody Brahms Bo's like everybody. I could get into that <laughs> I needed a change. <laughs> yeah. I've never been with a troll. Uh had any of us? I'm trying to remember that list now, if we ever crossed troll off the list. No, troll and oh, autumn she were. Right, because we were gonna have sex. Sophia and Prom were gonna have Sorry. sex just to cross it off the list. And <laughs> just then the I was classic like, like if we're both still in single yeah. at forty. <laughs> we were both married at twenty five. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? Actually no, I I was older, but like I was twenty eight, yeah. So funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Who would your PC be most likely to destroy? Let's go. Pow. Oh, can't see what Kate says. That's because I left it blank. Because oh. honestly, like, I can't see Patches wanting to destroy any of these people. 63, book. Whereas I think I was like, well, if it's I'm going to pick somebody, it's going to be the, <laughs> the woman who shat on my wife. Woo! I didn't shit on her. I shit Near, adjacent around. to her. <laughs> It's disgusting. My Sorry. Hero. <laughs> yeah. Look, I reduced her to a bloody paste on the pavement. Is that not what you want? It's just what I was hoping for. <laughs> I was thinking I could, but, yeah. like, could Mickle have eaten Whisper? Like, if she tried oh, really hard. God. Good question. Can you eat a treasure? Yes, you can. <laughs> Yikes. Kiss your fucking toothpick goodbye. <laughs> toothpick. Not unless uh, he be... activates it while it's in your mouth. No. <laughs> they, they'd definitely be more resistant. It would take you a lot longer. And 
like even after swallowing it, there'd be a good chance that you could try to rescue it by like cutting you open and taking it back out. Jonah and the whale stuff. Yeah, like there, you would have a harder time doing it. But yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything against uh, eating treasures for red caps. But that said, legitimately, I do agree with Kate. Like, yeah. I believe the only thing you can't eat is cold iron. Oh, you can oh. even eat like nuclear waste, but it costs you glamour. Nice. Do so work. Um, work. <laughs> work. Uh, I, I mean, I, but similarly to what everyone else has said, I like. I don't think Sophia would actually, based on what we saw in Riverwild, she doesn't have enough ammunition to like want to kill anyone, want to destroy anyone. Bo has the biggest potential mm. to align himself with a charismatic baddie i would say um or he could be like he could go bad but then be really smug and sophia hates smugness it's true i i i do have an addictive personality when it comes to people who uh enable my ability to feel like i am strong and useful So that's just that was just a guess. If he if things took a turn am i also the one you destroy if destroy meant something else I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe. I really doubt that. I somehow (laughs) doubt that anybody could find me attractive in that way. Except for maybe Saley. Oh, that's nice. No. (laughs) It's not nice when Saley likes anybody. It's not nice. It it gets creepy. It's not nice. (laughs) Uh, When... When... um, the inevitable happens and sport uh sport gets i mean sport returns everybody's happy and all that uh which character is the one who is most likely to show up on television um in an embarrassing circumstance (laughs) because of like the freehold sort of presence in the city and stuff uh, no. Okay. Not necessarily. Which one is the one most likely to end up on television for an embarrassing reason? Right. Uh, no, I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> Kate looks satisfied. No. We're still taking questions, by the way, folks. If you have questions about the campaign or honestly anything, just toss them out there. If you put an exclamation mark and a Q, the letter Q, and then a space, uh, it'll show up in my queue automatically. Otherwise, I can just pull it from what we've got going on here. Ready? Yes. And go. Pow! <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was considering Burble pretty strongly as well. So that's Burble, Mickle, Burble. What do you have, Bo? I have Bo. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, for me, just because I'm the odd person out here, like I think Bo is very likely to be caught live on tape being like, yo, welcome to Jan's, but whoa, and then like, you know, knock the camera into a fucking fish tank that's there for some reason, and, you know. All right, I brought my aquarium in because I thought that people would be interested in meeting my better fish. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Well, except I call them alpha fish, obviously. <laughs> Actually, they're more sigma fish. No, sig- sigma fish. I like I, it. I gotta say, yeah, sigma, I like... I'm not even a huge fan of the whole like no, alpha no, male or like beta it, yeah. or whatever, but yeah. sigma male, just like it's ugh. really gross. Yeah, I'm an alpha male, but I don't actually need anybody else. It's just like okay, so you're a smug alpha. <laughs> That's correct. Alpha. Uh, alpha. Yeah. Why? Uh, why burble? Yeah. Um, actually, why? Why am I asking that question? Hey, <laughs> that's what I would have answered. <laughs> no, 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 I'll allow it. I I think that 
Burble was really clever and intelligent, but also very good at coming off as, like, kind of the stereotypical dorky nerdy. Sure. So I feel like there would be a context in which he'd be, like, really excited about sport, but it would come off in a way that, you know, teens on the internet would be like, hashtag cringe. <laughs> Just because he was being enthusiastic or some shit, right? They'd be like, oh my god. He cares. Hashtag cringe. Ooh. Like that. Verbal's the guy who would release it like you know i saw a tiktok of like this guy's english teacher rapped beowulf so you could know what it sounded like in the you know pre-middle oh, ages oh, I'm like that God. but that's it's regardless of whether or not it's good someone yeah. on the internet's gonna be like that's really cringy because yeah. you know to some people it is burble's that they guy wouldn't say that's really cringy they would say that's really cringe i know they would they've but i'm correcting the teens of today are you watching me oh, are dear. you listening to me area man adjectives that verb <laughs> that's fair Super cringe. <laughs> Just judging by what we've seen, I mean, Det was playing a perfectly respectable game of hockey, and we were up in the stands, like dive tackling audience members and spilling nachos and shooting t-shirt cran- cannons so like, like a it's, good time yeah, it does it's, sound like a good time if sport became more of a thing i just feel like it would be that classic moment of like let's take a moment to look at the audience response and there's just like <laughs> us and like there's just a, like a <laughs> just beating the shit, shit out, out of somebody like, like no, stop. just all the wrong reasons and yet and it would cl- always be us there chomping and, like, on someone's arm someone's yeah, arm off. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazed <laughs> woman bites spectator. Or you've got like the whole tray of popcorns and you're just like trying to like <laughs> fit it all in it my mouth. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Herbal's I need a funnel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if your character had to roll 10d10, which dice would they roll? I'm sorry. Do you mean like which die here? Which of these where would they get these dice? Where where would oh, they where find, would they get them? Yeah, where would they find dice to play? Burble oh. enjoys you know getting things that are custom made because they're of quality, and that means that you can get those <laughs> d10s at you know custom made dice by any file. Uh, is the best place to get your details. I know. What about, what what about Mickle? Where would she get her dice? Oh, don't make, no, don't do it. Three times. Oh, God. Uh, I feel like they would be Honestly, among things that I'd eaten the day before, oh. so I would just sort of like reach down and pull them up. Like, hey, where'd this come from? Nice. I think I ate one of those D&D nerds the other day. <laughs> you have some dice in there? Would it be D&D, Scott? Come on, it's they D10. Have, they have a D10 in the thing, don't they? Yeah, D&D? Yeah, they do. They have a 100 percentile. Yeah. I thought it was D20 in D&D. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the primary There's also like four But they also roll all the other dice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get one of each. All right. Anyway, you're eating a child. I need to eat 10 D&D nerds then. Is that fair? Yeah. Why not? I think Det would do what I did just before we got these sweet dice by NFL, which is go to a gaming shop and rustle through the entire fucking bin for like 15 minutes trying to get a full set and end up with one D100 because there weren't 10 of the same, but they were really pretty and she wanted them. Okay, this is what Kate did. Uh, but uh, John and I looked at games. Yeah, you were very polite and ignored the fact that I was going... <laughs> yeah, pawing through this dice thing like ages. a manic raccoon. I know. Uh, They're so pretty. Where are they all? Yeah. Oh, we had some, but we just tossed them in the bin. You're like, yeah. have you ever played man. this game before? 
No. <laughs> My goodness. Look at these magnets. <laughs> oh, tea with Elizabeth. What a wonderful sounding board game. God. Yeah. Scott, what have you been doing to prepare to take over as storyteller? Reading, writing, and thinking. The three R's. Uh, I, <laughs> um, I have been reading Blades in the Dark. Bitte. Bitte, if you will. I have been writing thoughts and feelings I have as to, well, I've been trying to sort of draw inspiration from the setting to think of character. I don't want to get into the situation that we unfortunately put you in sometimes, John, where we need a name for a cool NPC. Like you create a cool NPC and then we're like, what's your name there, buddy? And, you know, kids just like, um, Jake or whatever, which was a good name. But you know what I'm saying? I don't want to get into that position. I want to make sure that I've I've uh, I've got some some names and some yeah. And then there's whole tables of them there, which is also awesome. I love that. And I've been doing some writing of ideas that I have for sessions, that, session concepts that might be cool. And I've been doing a lot of thinking as well because I'm the kind of creator who does a first draft really fast, throws it in the back burner, and walks away for three years. And then comes back and goes, what the hell is this? And eliminates it all. Um, but that's that doesn't work for this sort of thing. Angelwick. Yes. Yes. Uh, in we are. T well, we, we'll we'll recap this at the end of the stream as well. Uh, after today, we're taking three Sundays, three Sundays specifically off uh, from streaming on RPG Clinic. We're still going to have streams throughout the week, including here on RPG Clinic. So that in, I guess then four weeks time, we can come back and bring you a mini campaign of Blades in the Dark as run by moi, but with these three players. And I am really jazzed about it. Yeah, I, I'm excited to like, cer certainly I'm excited to turn my hand to something slightly longer form, see how that development goes, see what it's like being on the other side of the table. I'm curious what kind of new relationships will develop as well. Can be fun. I might ask Kate out. Oh damn! Did I say that out loud? Shit. Uh oh, now it's recorded forever. Ding! Oh, who that from? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently not. I'm done. not sure who that's from. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The the plan is that we'll still we'll run clinic hours at least over the next uh, couple of Thursdays, and uh, maybe one will actually be run by Scott. Not this week. Correct. Uh, I'm busy. This week, the only the only thing that might be a little um, off, shall we say, is that we normally run RPG Clinic's clinic hours on Thursdays. Thing is, I'm starting a new job tomorrow, and with a new job, I have to make sure that my schedule will allow me to run when I normally would have run clinic hours. Uh, but I'm only going to know that once I've had like a couple of days on the job. So if I can't run it on Thursdays the way that I normally want to, then I will run it on Friday early like uh. like noon <laughs> oh damn or something yeah like maybe more like one but like before punchy to try to get a whole bunch of time zones kind of struck yeah through. we're still yeah. going to because i want to make sure that we have some rpg clinic content for you uh and if it's not on thursday we'll just make it on friday getting some nice congrats in the chat there john uh yeah i i, I realized i mentioned this on my own personal channel i'm starting a new job at uh, Eidos Montreal. So I'm moving back to AAA game development. Hooray! Whee! Very cool. Uh, Very I cool. will be lead narrative designer uh, at 
at Eidos Montreal, which I'm very much looking forward to, and I find out about that tomorrow. Um, Angelwick is interested in seeing the exchange in Game Runner person. Yeah. We've all taken turns being in the chair, as it were, although some of the, because you, you mentioned earlier uh, one-shots, John, like some of the one-shots that we've run have been uh, more involved, less involved, more collaborative in terms of the storytelling, or more kind of uh, fleshed out in advance or whatever. Uh, so I think that will be a really interesting shift to see... <laughs> To see how my style meshes with that concept. Um, I don't know. Oh boy. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's going to be, no, I, I, I'm, I'm confident it's going to be a lot of fun. And I am personally really looking forward to our session zeros and so on. The, the work that we're going to be doing off stream in the three weeks that we're not streaming to make sure that we've got some cool stuff coming, coming to you that I will be sure to tease before we go live. We also have games that we are planning on um, after Blades in the Dark, like we have, we did, we have a game that we're like almost certain that we're going to do, and then we have a couple of games that we're deciding between for what comes after that. Mm -hmm. There is also additionally games that we're like, oh, we're super excited about these. They don't exist yet mm -hmm. in a playable form that we have access to, so we'll have to wait. Uh, Blades in the Dark will start October 16th. Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking at roughly six sessions, but the, like much like these campaigns, um, we want to allow ourselves the flexibility that, you know, if we solve everything in three sessions and we're happy with it, then fine. And if it takes us eight or ten, then fine. Oh, you guys um, brought the sun back already. Okay, all okay. right. Jeez. Well, that's it. Like, tick, tick, tick. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> you all failed at everything and you exploded <laughs> and the universe. You're all dead. Oh, yeah. well. oh don't uh, talk about universe exploding around Scott. It's a sore subject. We finished Mass Effect on Friday. Oh. <laughs> Way to fucking go, by the way. Can we, if I may. <laughs> Really uh, spoilers, I guess. Spoilers for Mass Effect, which is a, yeah. The, very briefly, at the end of Mass Effect 3, there were, we were given options of mm -hmm. what to do. Uh, and in the chat, a couple people were like, oh, this, the, the avatar of this kid didn't mm -hmm. give you this other option. I mm -hmm. guess you didn't have enough whatever points. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you stupid kid. And I turned around and I shot the avatar of the kid. To which the avatar was like, so be it. And the game goes to like, <laughs> worst ending possible. You fuck it up. Everybody's dead. I was like, what? Yeah. It was. It's straight up game over. It's so punchy. Shock. It it's was so shocking. Punchy. Exactly. It and that's why like, no one was mad. We were ecstatic, in fact, because Scott has now been streaming as punchy for so long that you you did I the most the punchy thing, thing imaginable. Thing. Yeah. It yeah. was perfect. Oh, that's so good. I should have known the game would like <laughs> have wouldn't have my back on that choice. Uh, there's no room for thinking when you're. Are you <sighs> intending to go back and, and looking at the other endings? We'll probably watch them on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think we'll play them. I don't know if oh it's necessary God. to play them if it's essentially a cutscene, right? I, yeah. I, I I might be wrong, but I feel like the but three. You can see your character with like. Now, I don't think I've ever seen your Mass Effect 3 incarnation, but I remember how weird and glowy your scars were in Mass Effect 2. We yeah. kept trying so, to out-renegade ourselves. Our looked really like, good, though. Yeah. Our face was, like, <laughs> more red than anything else because of all our scars. <laughs> it was so good. There is an option to get, like, cosmetic surgery to remove the scars, even if you are going renegade, and they did not. We did of not. Of course not. Chicks dig scars. Oh, anyway, yes, you can't mention universe. It's actually a mechanic that I have some issue with because if you go Paragon, the scars start to naturally like lessen, and I'm like, 
that seems odd mm-hmm. that like your physical beauty quote unquote your is inner potentially goodness tied is closing to... your outer ugliness versus renegade is not one is good and evil yeah. it's just one of them is like i play by my own rules and one of them is like i'm more of a noble it's, always, it's, it's very much sealy and unsealing yeah you know, so put us in a council a situation and we will yell at them until yeah. they agree with us. Be the change you want to see in the world, you know? <laughs> Not that change is very, very negative. <laughs> anyway. Good times. That's a neither here nor there. But that said, the combination of Blades in the Dark and a few uh, uh, one-shots and or mini campaign-y things should take us to the end of the year. Um, plans for 2023 are very much dependent on what goes on in the gaming universe and yeah. in our personal worlds. Exactly. A lot of it is going to depend on what we personally are interested in playing. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? We may start floating ideas out there. Uh, the best place to look would be on the Discord to, to see what we what we may or may end up deciding on doing. Um, and some of it is also going to depend on how Blades in the Dark goes. Like, if we absolutely adore Blades in the Dark and we decide that we just want to play that forever, then fucking okay. Yeah. But uh, forever, we we do have some things. We have some things. Things. Uh, <laughs> but it is true that we had uh, this mentioned that Angelwick is interested in yeah. seeing the exchange in game runner person. So that's it for me in this chair for a while. It's true. I suppose it is. Thank you. Can you mute me for a moment, oh. please? Oh, I still have one more question. Oh, who was Jen we having dreams about? I also wanted Herbal. to answer this question. Oh, you're fucking shit. kidding, really? Oh, nice. Oh, for, oh, for Here, fuck's sake. Do you want Do you want more information about that? Not particularly. No, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, she was having dreams about Burble because uh, she had a meeting with the two of you, and was like, okay, and that was good. Like she liked both of you and then there was this moment where she was like but what about burble and and that had the great scene together where we mm-hmm. were all pressed up against the glass eating popcorn there is that creeping too. so the thing is that she had met burble first uh, how so i met your why. burble yeah. <laughs> yeah. thank you proceed <laughs> while the swap is happening um we uh played Exalted Essence in its incomplete early release Kickstarter form, uh, and we uh, definitely will put it back on the potential list once... uh, Do you want to put on his mic, or... uh, (laughs) Once we... uh, Once it's in a more completed format, um, there were just enough things to be worked out that... uh, Oh, dear. Okay, I'm going to have to... My my headset head microphone well, yeah. is larger. <laughs> yes, because I have a big ass head. Yeah. <laughs> Look at John over there in the screen. Love that. Love that for him. Boop, boop. Oh yeah, you guys can boop each other now. I will reach you. Uh, <laughs> keep my foot extended for you there, Liz. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I believe, uh, unless there are any final questions, comments, or concerns, I believe that brings us to the end of an era and the beginning of a new one. Rise the Empire! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the names are wrong. Uh, a monster's been created. Jedi. Oh, yeah. The raggards have begun. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so with one of these, oh, because oh. Oh, it's not. <laughs> Please make sure you only put it to P and not R. Whoa, what's R do? Record. Thank you. I've never seen one of those before. Uh, Did we get through all the questions? I, think, I, I guess so. Don't nice. see any more in the in the um, Q. Q. The Q. Q. The Q. Exactly. Uh, although Scruff the Magic Dragon has asked a question. Uh, I addressed it while you guys were switching seats. This is uh, accurate. Uh, if you were to go back to Exalted, any particular Exalt types catching our eye? Yeah. But I don't know if we should say it. I think you can. Say I think that. we can talk about what, what's catching our eye. Yeah, Liz, what, what's catching your We're not eye? Not making any commitments. Um, I think that exigents and lunars are fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Eight thoughts. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. John, any particular exalt types catching your eye? If I was playing. Yeah. If you were playing. Um, exigents seems like it would be uh, a really interesting design challenge, right alongside like a fantastic role playing opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me in particular, uh, exigents are sound really awesome, but I would want it to be. I would be tempted to pick an exigent of something dumb and then regret it. Like the egg, right? like the chosen of sex toys or something like exactly, that. Exactly right. Something. I mean, that would be awesome. Let's be real. That would be also amazing. straight up sidereals. I would be excited. To play yeah, you would be such book. a good. I would love that. You know, you know, okay. I would. Uh, I tell you, tea. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a really giggly yes. one. Sidereals isn't yet available as a playable exactly. thing. Um, Exigence at least has the manuscript for their Kickstarter. Which is very cool. That's why Scott's writing it from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> the Maiden of Journeys. Me. <laughs> Jory. <Jorik's> so, back. <laughs> so we're basically all interested in playing Celestial level Exalted. Oh, right. Um, I think that brings us to the end of the like froyo kind of session that we had planned there's always streams going on throughout the week although sometimes the schedule gets a little messed up uh what do we have going on this week on tuesday i stream over at twitch.tv slash biff the boss i'm not sure if we're returning to disco elysium yet or if or if it's time to start something even more new and exciting i always have a great time on method madness and i think y'alls should come and join me if it's appropriate for your time zone and where you live wednesday Yay. For those who follow me know <laughs> that the true light is available. Uh, on Wednesday, I'll be playing Cult of the Lamb. This is, of course, assuming that my work schedule will allow me to do it. Don't worry. There will be streams from me. Um, I have no reason to believe that work will make this impossible. It's just, it's my first week. I got to figure out exactly what the work hours are going to be, etc., etc., etc. But assume that on Wednesday, I will be playing Cult of the Lamb, where uh, if you have not yet already joined my flock, you'll be able to either through uh, joining through Twitch integration or if nobody can join through Twitch integration, I'll just manually add you because I can do that. Uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, we've had a lot of resurrections. <laughs> And a lot of deaths. Will you have a wedding this week, maybe? I'm not allowed to have weddings. What do you mean? I What'd didn't you pick choose that doctrine. Start? What did you choose? I don't remember what the other doctrine was. Probably more oh, death. no. I know you. Probably more death. <laughs> Fight to the death. Uh, Thursday, as previously mentioned, is to be confirmed exact timing uh, for an RPG clinic, uh, clinic hours session. Um, but there will be one uh, probably on Thursday to be confirmed on the Discord. Mm-hmm. Friday. No, no. <laughs> there will be punchy. Maybe we'll start Guardians of the Galaxy. As has been destined. As has been destined. So that's on Friday. Saturday is up in the air. 
Unfortunately, I have forgotten I have a potential commitment that day, a casual prep for a world's level card game um, tournament I am attending. Uh, <laughs> we are attending, my apologies. Yeah. Um, if, this week? if we're not free to start the next Drew Crew, I will play Cult of the Lamb as well. The thing is, I kind of riot. Like, I kind of really want to start Drew Crew, too. Well, yeah. So it's, tough. It's, a tough, so it's a tough decision. Scott will let you us know. You are going to Worlds. It may behoove you to try <laughs> to, to, try to have a little once. bit of practice. <laughs> so that you don't show up to Worlds and immediately just completely embarrass yourself. Literally, I'm going to play a card and, and be like, teammates. how does this work? What does this one do? Oh, yeah. Actually, because we play on a team, too. Uh, but that also takes us through Saturday night. There'll be something on Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah of course. Uh, but that means that Sunday and the following two Sundays, there will be no streams here on RPG Clinic as we prepare for the new era of the Empire. Uh, <laughs> as we prepare for, thank you, Blades in the Dark. Uh, details naturally forthcoming. Join the Discord, join the Discord community if you want to know more. I'm sure we're gonna be chatting all about it in there. Um, but we are very much looking forward to bringing you that content starting October 16th. Is that it, is that all? Not quite. If you love the dice that we've been playing Changeling Riverwild with, uh, you can get some yourself. And specifically, if you go and follow NEFIL on Twitter right now, uh, she's got a giveaway going on, a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a follow and retreat, okay. and you can get a whole lot of money worth of dice. Um, it's not just like one; it's like a whole yeah. set worth. They're we just really love so them, great. and our um, we've got sharp edges there as well. They're really you could nice. kill someone with it I wouldn't. in a good they're way. So want you to, though. <laughs> so Scott, I think you're gonna have to find whatever uh, whatever close out you want to do here. Yeah, you're I gonna, will have to. Are you gonna keep the same one, or are you gonna? No, I, well, I, I think it, I know I think it's important because it's part of the it's not just your brand it's like the brand right so you can go your own way but I won't <laughs> go my own way when you are whether you're rolling dice or just having a good time with your friends there's only one direction where those things happen and it's this way and then it's to tease it this yeah. way. Yeah. I'll see you later, guys. Bye. 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 Oh, I have to do the bye now. Uh, the oh, button God. Isn't oh. Working. Oh. The button isn't working. You're oh. going to have to manually fuck. mouse oh, over. I don't know how oh. anything works. Oh. 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 Oh.